suggestions for new intro songs are welcome. You know what I'm really liking? I can't pronounce the name of the artist. But it's uh, it's an EDM track that samples a little bit of Sierra's O, and I think it's Cherish. Do it to it. Songs from when I worked at Tower 98.3, so like 05, 06. And they're mixed in to the Squid Game song. I love it. I guess it's big on TikTok. Um, I am not, but I try to read up on what's popular or uh, just see what's going on. You know, I'll post to do my duty as a media personality and a pseudo-content provider. Um, I will not consume on that because I just don't like videos. I like talking with you. I like listening to things. I like listening to podcasts, but I don't like listening to books. I'd like to read a book. I haven't taken a very long trip in a long time. In that case, I might listen to a book, but then I would never say, yeah, I read that book. I would say, I consumed that book. I digested that book. I would never say I read that book, and you shouldn't either. You listen to the book. I feel like I'm doing an old Bob Holder rant. Right, Eagle Jeff? A Bob Holder rant, which is totally off base as we start the show. Uh, Sabria Davis has asked back on the podcast, forget being in the running for best local celebrity. When people ask onto the podcast... I think that's cool. So Sabria Davis, a former TSA student, Sabria had a very cool and innovative picnic idea that came of age uh, during COVID. She wanted to come back to share to share some new developments with that. So Sabria, shortly. Uh, a couple of news things to pass along where I had lunch and I didn't tip. And I have a couple of fears. And uh, being called... Uh, Sorry, there's a chipmunk outside the window, and chipmunks are freaking adorable. Hey, buddy, you come around my house anytime. I'll make sure the boys don't scare you off and give you some good peanuts. Um, there's a couple of things I'm terrible. You know, for a long time before we got vaccinated, and we can loosen some protocols and restrictions and suggestions. I did not want to be the person that ran in somewhere for just two seconds without a mask, with me doing mask mania on the radio. We're on the podcast, and then you catch me unmasked in public somewhere. I also don't, I'll come back to the tipping thing in a second, but I don't want to be a bad customer. I don't ever want to be known as a bad customer. I don't want to be talked about by restaurant people for not tipping or anything like that. We'll come back to that. First, um, yesterday, Alex and I briefly, briefly touched on um, a couple of the violent interrupters have stepped away from the gig. Um, I also found out in a story that I read. There was a story earlier in the week, and there was another story on 13ABC, I believe, yesterday that I shared with Alex, and you might have seen it as well. Please patronize, consume our local news sources. Thank you. You need to know what's going on here, and that's one of the endeavors that I aim for here on this podcast, to get you what I think you should know about here in our community. Um, I appreciate that you have a very challenging, difficult life, lots going on in your work and family and friends. And let us give you at least 15 or 20 minutes of, speaking of Alex, she's calling me now, uh, of what's going on here that matters to people like us. Thanks for being here. Um, it said the violence interrupters walk like, uh, one, of the, one of the, I guess the challenges for those, um, I think all guys, was walking like eight or nine miles a night. And I guess they were working crazy hours, maybe not a large amount, but 
I'm guessing the people they're expected to interact with, they're not working during banker's hours, as they used to say. So you might have to work a little bit, like, from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Be gone for a couple hours, come back. Come back at 10 o'clock at night. That can be a challenging schedule, walking eight or nine miles. I I was so happy when I had a couple of weeks straight of, like, 7,000-plus steps. That's three and a half miles on my iPhone. So double or triple that, and these dudes are doing that. I said to Alex, I was like, get these, like we had these scooters. Get them the scooters, get them the bikes. She's like, not in those neighborhoods. I don't know. I mean, if they can't get there to interrupt violence, they can't be violence interrupters. So a lot of challenges, and I'm sure some people are like, ha, knew it wouldn't work. Allow me to point something out, and you may already know and understand this. Um, If you look around, there is not, I'm going to speak very broadly and generally here, there is not an occupation on earth at the moment. When I say on earth, in this country, in this area, that is uh, having an easy time retaining employees. Spoke to Kim from Zavatsky's yesterday. That sweet deal goes on sale at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Text SWEET to 419-240-1055. It will be gone like that, literally. Because it's, it's like uh, you pay 25 get a $50 gift certificate. And uh, she said her suppliers are pretty good. Um, even prices, still pretty solid. Just uh, they can't do any more catering to you, but you can come pick up catering. Just give them like two weeks heads up. She's struggling to keep her employees. But that, I, I gather she is a good... Um, a good owner, good operator. So she doesn't get a lot of no-call, no-shows, which has become all too common. So every line of work is having immense challenges keeping employees. And that's also the case with being a violence interrupter. I uh, quickly exchanged a couple of emails with uh, Sergeant Loretta Roca, who was on a couple of weeks ago to talk about getting people involved in TPD. They had to bump their deadline back because I wanted to know what the interest was like. There is not a job that I'm aware of, and I'm very aware of the fact that there are probably a couple of jobs that are actually doing quite well, making money, hiring good people, keeping good people, paying those people well, but there are not many. Those are the minority but most jobs are having a struggle right now. Um, all right. So um, I don't, I endeavor to be a good restaurant patron. I have always been that way. Um, my mom was the original Karen. You can call her Natalie. And it was never that she was like racist or entitled. I think it was just one of my mom's idiosyncrasies. These are red onions and I wanted white. Oh God, mom, it's a fucking onion. Just stop. Like I would put my head in my hands, whether we were at the supermarket where you know she was a pro, a restaurant, whatever. I'm like, mom, it's not a big deal. That's where I grew into my rules of don't get too creative at fast food restaurants with your orders. Like saying no onions or half onions it's basically like having them drop it on the floor, step on, and step on it, picking it up and putting it back on. Oh, here's your half onions. Sorry, I know that's not everywhere or really anywhere, but don't be difficult. And my mom was difficult. Um, I'm pretty easy at restaurants. Unless something is really, really, really wrong. And I can't recall when that's ever been. In fact, I think it was at bars, public house. 
They gave me, I ordered a Kobe beef. They gave me the regular beef. It was so good I didn't notice the difference. And they came out all apologetic. I'm like, why are you apologizing? And then I was like, I couldn't tell. Um, I also tip well. I paradoxically look at bad service like this. I know you'd never think I'd be this person. Maybe they had a super shitty day. early in their shift or they got four hours left to go. Let me do a solid tip. And I always do over 20%. Like usually like at least 25%. I see no problem in in tipping well unless the service is abominable. And then I think maybe they're, look, they're having a rough day. Uh, These people are human beings, not robots. Maybe me giving them a kind and generous tip. And I'm not talking like a hundred bucks or whatever, but like more than enough will spin them in the right direction and they will give good service to everybody else they see the rest of the day. Is that insane for me to think? That's what I do. So I didn't tip today. Uh, Josh and I, our engineer, went over to Ola's, the place that Mary uh, did for Cheap Eats recently. They have Cuban sandwiches, which is like a grilled bread, ham and pork, things you wouldn't think I eat. Manny was like, I'm confused. Why is the Jew eat? He's like, and I said to Manny, my friend DJ Manny, I'm like, you're confused. You thought I kept kosher. Um, those two, Swiss cheese, mayo, mustard, pickle, simple, but delicious. Uh, a good meal at Olas. We're getting ready to pay Jessica. And uh, I was like, I don't, she brings the thing over and you slide it in like you do at Starbucks, the drive-thru. I said, I don't, I don't know where to tip you. And I said, can you like charge me for a so can you charge me for like a penny or like charge me for a soda and I'll tip you? And she's like, just don't worry about it, it's totally fine. And I recoiled in horror. Um, she said it was okay. I hope Josh tipped her well. Good food. Um, it is hard to perfect certain ethnic dishes here in Toledo, as if we were in, you know, like in Miami, you're gonna get as Cuban as you're gonna get. A little harder in Toledo, but good enough. Um, it's where what had to be a Pizza Hut before. Shout out to the legendary Pizza Hut buffet. That chipmunk is still there. Uh, it's in the old Kroger Plaza. What's that? The Southland Shopping Center on Glendale and Burn. Um, it was funny. It wasn't funny at all. But as we were getting familiar with coronavirus, like right around the time we were still joking, um, don't drink Corona. You'll get you'll get the virus. Some sign went up saying, coming soon, a steakhouse. They eventually had a sign saying up like pickup or takeout. And then it was just gone. Ola's is now in here. Uh, Lights Before Christmas is good to go. Indian Creek was a great time last week. Lights Before Christmas is ready to go for tomorrow night. 36th year. Santa is back. And uh, you will, you know, I've never been there. I just want to stay out of the way so you can get your engagement photos. And every year I ask and nobody tells me, I want to know who the first person is, first couple is, to get engaged there every year. That person, that couple should get something. Right? Okay. What else do we have? Tomorrow, the in, uh, the Indians go away forever. Uh, their team shop, logos, everything. We have Guardian stuff we can buy tomorrow. Um, there's a pretty good holiday to do list being compiled at the Toledo Reddit page. Um, what else? There is a new, what else? So there's another Metro Park coming. I guess a smaller one. 
by way of some kind of bridge at Swan Creek, and it's going to be somewhere around south of Airport and east of Holland, Sylvania. And I'm calling it like a sister metro park to Swan Creek. Um, some land donated by the Andersons. So here we come. Another metro creek there. Uh, another metro park. Uh, one last thing. Tom Holland. I don't want to talk about like celeb stuff all the time. Um, that's that's old stuff. But every now and then a story catches me. And as I always tell you, we have no idea if um, I was revert, revert, revert back to Kobe Bryant. Who did something who very likely did something awful to a woman in, what, 2002, 2003? And that's when I stopped, and this was after OJ, OJ, and this is when I stopped thinking that we have any idea of who these people are. We don't. If there's one person I had to put, I would have to put money on betting that they're actually like the way they come across, I wouldn't make that bet, but I'd say Tom Holland probably is a, a cool guy, and if you ran into him at a pub... Or I was like, hey, dude, can I get a picture and you're not a dick about it and he's not engaged in something else? He seems like the kind of guy who would play along. Um, so I came across the story. He, he, we, It's nice when we realize that celebrities are like us in a very small fraction, in, in small fractions of ways. But at the end of the day, they are human beings. They have flaws and failings or they believe they have flaws as we do, as we believe we have flaws. Um, mine for the longest time was my nose. It was very hard to get over that. Then the hair thing just like eviscerated what little self-esteem I had in my 20s. And uh, I've always had like body image and weight issues, but also body issues. Like I hate my DNA and my genes. Very little I can do about it. Um, Tom Holland does not like his height, apparently. He, uh, he says he has this trick on red carpets. He stands farther ahead of who he's on the red carpet with and closer to cameras. So he appears taller. So he, his little blind spot, his soft spot in his ego and self-esteem, we all have them, celebrity or not, is, uh, is his height. At least I'm taller than him. Uh, Also, a note I read in that story as talking Spider-Man stuff or promoing that, which is now less than a month away. um, He said he had to wear a padded muscle suit for his first outing of Spider-Man, which was Civil War in 2016. This will be his sixth Spider-Man movie. He said he doesn't want to do it past his 30th birthday. He's 25 now. I think we all want him to keep doing it. Um, He doesn't have to wear padded suits anymore because he's bigger, stronger, more muscular, but he has to wear a penis cup. Um, I don't know why. Like, I'm pretty certain that is not some kind of machismo, some kind of long-lingering Hollywood male super stereo, male superhero stereotype that it's like, I'm, a, I'm the peak of masculinity. My, this has to bulge. I think it probably just goes better with the costume rather than maybe like a sunken in area. That's my that's my guess. Um, she she's back. She asked on. Glad I could get her on quickly. She has a really cool idea, and uh, kind of hard to do picnics in the wintertime, but maybe not so much. Let's talk to Sabria Davis. Sabria Davis, um, a TSA alum. Hi. Oh, you sound great. <laughs> this is better than last time. 
Uh, it sounds so. You're like in. A, I look. I gotta tell you, there are, there's some people that fumble this. Some people just can't do tech. But you're reaching out to me. You're showing me pictures. I don't have to <laughs> fiddle with you with the uh, with the audio here. You can you can come on whenever you want. All right, I'll, I'll be happy to. I was uh, and I'm recording, so we're we're going. I was just looking at the website, and I either didn't take a good enough look at it the first time, and I just stuck with like the blade article and let you let you talk. But the website looks incredible, and you look like you've come a long, long way since we first chatted. Is that right? Very yes, it's completely correct. We just um. Did, finished our whole six months so we're six months in and i just redid the site and i do it myself so i'm very picky that's why it looks really great yeah i know you said you uh, you kind of like uh building websites is your first hustle and destination picnic is your side hustle yes yes it got is it, got it okay so let's start from the from the, the get-go um you kind of built this business because we didn't have something like this here so what is it how did it start so it started, like all things to do from social media, I, uh, I saw it on TikTok, uh, people were doing it in California and I wanted to do it for my birthday, so I was like, I think I, might, I think I might try this. And people were like, that's cute, can you do it for me? And I was like, sure. And that's how it took off to doing luxury picnics in Toledo. Um, how busy, wait, when did the Blade article uh, run on you? Ooh, that may have been four months ago, four or five months ago. Was it hot out? Was it cold out? Because I'm trying to place it. It was. It was. It was probably averaging 80 degrees while we were setting up picnics and doing them. So right. it was right in the heat of summer. All right, awesome. So we'll go summer. So how? What kind of feedback did you get? Were you overwhelmed after like you hopped on the podcast and the media started to reach out to you? What was What was your growth like? Oh, it was super overwhelming at first. Uh, my phone was getting notifications all day. From like 6 a.m. to when I go to sleep, I would wake up with emails and messages about how to book and things like that. So it's blowing up quite a lot. Yeah, you're really a success story. Um, and there have been some people's lives have obviously crumbled and that's terrible. But other people have made the most of some of the opportunities and given people uh, some lights and socializing like you did. Um, what was it like connecting with like the Metro? It was mostly Metro Parks that you, you took people to, right? Yes. Yep. We um, set up a lot at Metro Parks. Um, a lot of people in Toledo actually haven't been to some of the Metro Parks, so they were really excited to get out and see what the parks had to offer. So that was really cool, um, introducing people to new things in the area. What is, let's say like I'm, I'm a novice, and to be honest, I don't think I've ever been on a picnic before. I think I've been at like group picnics, like cookouts, but never like a, a date picnic. So yeah. let's say I'm a, new, I'm a newbie, I'm a novice. Let's say I'm, I want to go out with a girl named Rachel. Rachel and I, we're going to do a picnic, especially now because it's getting cold. How, mm -hmm. are, how are you going to guide me through this? So first I would, you know, go over our packaging. We actually um, started offering a bubble tent for the winter and the fall for people to still picnic and stay warm. So there'll be a heater inside of this huge clear bubble for you to picnic in. And then we can go through choosing a spot that fits what you want perfectly, like the view and things like that. Um, I'm, I'm looking on the website now and this is the, these are the things that I didn't see last time. So table arch, fresh flowers, charcuterie graze box, drinks, paint and picnic, cakes and cupcakes, 
we'll come back to the other one. An extra time. Like, this is exotic. Like, I could see how this could be um, <laughs> elaborate and expensive, but it's a great product. Like, what's the most someone has spent on, on an outing with you? Uh, the most someone has spent is probably a little bit over $400 for two people. And how, how long does that go? Um, theirs went for two and a half hours, but they got a bunch of different add-ons that we offer uh, with different businesses that we're partnered with. Um, I forgot my question that I was going to ask. A different time that they had. Oh, and you do everything. Like all people have to do is show up, right? Yep. We come, we set it up, you pick your colors, and once you get there, it's all laid out. And when you're done, you just leave and we clean it, pack everything up. So for people that don't know what the bubble is, though, these are the things that popped up, I think, at the Renaissance. People might be most familiar with them because they lingered longest outside of the Blarney when mm -hmm. we were still in a pre-vaccination world and we were still trying to be out and do some things. These, these heated bubbles came up. And um, you have now snagged these for the picnic experience? I have. I have snagged one for um, the winter. So we just launched that. So we're happy to see how it goes. Um, we've gotten a lot of great feedback from it, from sharing it on Facebook and different groups around Toledo. Uh, what is the uh, the Facebook page? Is it just Destination Pick, P-I-C? It's, uh, it's an abbreviation. So it's Des Picnic, D-E-S Picnic awesome. on Facebook. Um, I could ask you like a million questions now that now that there are a million things on the website. So I'll, I'll ask, uh, you mentioned some partners. I'm sure that goes into fresh flowers, paint and picnic. So who are some of the partners that you've connected with along the way in this very lucrative journey? Um, so on our site, we have like a charcuterie and our dessert options. We're partnered with um, Avocado and Cheese. And she's another small business. So she makes all of our, our charcuterie boards for us. And then... Village Patisserie, she does all of our baked goods. So we've been partnered with them for about four months. This is great. Like, I've never heard of these places, and that's not a bad thing at all. I love learning about new small business, new small businesses in our area, and I'm so glad to see you bringing them into what you've created. I'm so glad because I had thought about you um, as the cold weather was descending. I was wondering, one, how you'd been doing, and I figured either, well, Sabria went out of business or she's too busy. <laughs> she's too busy to talk to anybody. I'm glad it was the latter, and I'm glad that you're able to keep this thing going through the cold months. Yeah, we're um we're also doing some in in home picnics too. So we've been a couple of those since it's gotten colder outside. Um, what is this? Uh, what's this marry me nonsense? Oh, uh, the marry me letters. Um, we do uh, a lot of proposals actually. We've gotten wow. a couple um in the last month. So the marry me LEDs. We usually have our whoever's proposing. They'll um rent them out, and then they'll have them laying by the picnic so whoever they're proposing to can see it when they walk up. That's incredible. Um, this is all on DestinationPick.com. I'm looking at the add-ons page. And also, uh, it looks like you can do gift certificates now, so I'm sure you push those or people have asked about making these a holiday gift because I, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, we have. We've had a couple of people reach out to exactly for Christmas to do holiday gifts or they'll purchase them and give them like moms, they'll buy them for their kids who are married for like their anniversary and things like that. So it's a really cute gift to give. Um, providing unique experiences and memorable moments one destination at a time. If you go to the website, first of all, 
I'm going to assume that that's you on the on the homepage, right? It is. <laughs> You're gorgeous. Thank and, you. Um, the the pictures of the setups are absolutely beautiful, as well. I would um, the best analogy I can make is like when you go to our art museum. If you don't know what city you were in, you think you were in like one of the great fashion or art cities in the world. Right. And yeah. The stuff that you do is absolutely like glam. Uh, fabulous, luxurious. It's such a cool thing. And uh, if you haven't made your your way up way high on the list of Dave Gerke's uh, TSA alumni, <laughs> I am going to have a word with him and his Kangles. You have to if I haven't. If I haven't yet, I'll hold you to it. Yeah. Um, uh, Sabria is a, uh, is a TSA alum. Uh, what else can we, we pass along? Um, thank you for, for wanting to be on. This is an incredible thing you have going. We'll have to uh, maybe work together. I think I mentioned this before. Maybe work together on a promotion with the radio station, like give a picnic away or something. Um, if, if I could ever grab, your, uh, grab you for coffee or something. That would be great. Uh, we're actually doing a giveaway right now. So we hit a thousand followers on our Instagram. So awesome. we're giving away a couple things if anyone wants to check check out our social media. What's the uh, what's the uh, how do I find you on, on Instagram? I know it's, I can just search destination picnic or something will come up. What's the easiest way? Um on Instagram, uh, our handle is destination underscore picnic, and okay. also on our site at the bottom of the homepage, we have an Instagram link. Awesome. Incredible. Uh, congratulations with all the success. Anything else besides the giveaway? Did we check all the boxes? I think we did. I think we checked all the boxes. Cool. Well, thanks for wanting to come on. I don't think I asked you last time, so I'll, I'll ask you now, and you've probably been asked 72,000 times. Um, I won't... I'll just say you have a beautiful name, and then you'll say thank you. And I was like, for, you didn't name you. <laughs> How did your parents come up with your beautiful name? Oh, it's a long... I, mm. I, have I know my middle... I know the story of my middle name. What's your middle now, name? Now, my first name, Wari. How do you spell that? W-A-I... Did I spell my middle name right? <laughs> W-A-R-I-S. <laughs> okay. How'd that come about? Um, It's actually a flower that grows in the middle of the desert over in Africa. Okay. I was just going to say, so, like, it sounds very Wakandan. It does. That's a great description. So, but you, so next time you visit, you need to ask your ask your parents. Um, God willing, they're all healthy and everything, and still around, and you're friendly with them. I want to know where how you got your name. Me too. I, I will definitely ask. Perfect. Um, reach back out anytime. Thank you for taking the time, and good luck with everything. And uh, stay warm, even in the bubbles this winter. Okay. I surely will. Thank you. Bye bye, Sabria. Bye bye.